Hey, this is Monty Nero, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Wednesday, so we're going to talk some comic books. All week, we are celebrating princes. It's Prince William's birthday. And uh, earlier in the week it was. And yeah, princes are cool. I mean, I I gave in and I talked about Purple Rain on yesterday's show because it's such a good movie. And today I was trying to figure out what to talk about. There's a lot of princes in comics. I mean, uh, T'Challa, the Black Panther, was a prince before he was a king. Uh, there's been princes in Latvia, um, all in DC Comics. There's a lot of, the title's thrown around a lot. And probably because, as we looked at on Monday, a prince is that, that stepping stone. You know, he's not the king, so he has to go on some kind of mission to prove himself. So it makes for great storytelling. And it also is, a, you know, we're not the king, but hey, if you do this, you could be the king, POV. And it, it's a great character, a great character trope and something really cool to look at. But... Today, when I was trying to think of comics and and prints and everything, um, there's no other choice. I mean, I had to talk about Prince Valiant. Prince Valiant may not be as popular today as he has been in the past, which is a shame. But Prince Valiant is probably the most iconic long-term comic character of the last hundred years. I mean... There was a time where the Edward the Eighth, Prince Edward, the Duke of Windsor, said the greatest contribution to English literature in the past hundred years is Prince Valiant. So when an actual prince is saying, hey, this fake prince is really important, you know it's really important. And he, he's right. I mean, Prince Valiant first started back in February 13th of 1937 has been going since. It appears in more than 300 papers, newspapers right now. Uh, In today's day, that's super impressive. And it all started because of Tarzan. So way back when, early 30s, mid 30s, Hal Foster was working on Tarzan. And while he was working on it, he was like, you know, I want to tell my story. I want to have my own feature in the newspapers. I want to do something cool. He started with this character named Derek, son of Thane. Oh, that, he didn't like that name. So he went to Prince Arn. And this, this comes into play later. But he, he pitched it to the manager at King Features, a guy named Joseph Conley. And Joseph was like, let's call it Prince Valiant. It's more majestic, more noble, and just really strikes a chord. And I think so. I mean, Prince Valiant, you just associate it with everything. And so he put his whole pitch together and went to William Randolph Hearst, who go back and listen to our newspaper, our journalist week, and you'll learn more about him. Hearst had always wanted to do something with Foster. He admired his work on Tarzan. He admired everything he'd done. 
And when he came with this, Foster was like, yes, let's go. To the point where he gave Foster ownership of the strip. This is something even modern comics you don't see. You rarely, rarely see a publisher giving the creator ownership. Uh, there was a whole, it's ongoing still, with the Siegel and Schuster families on the ownership of Superman and who owns all that. And um, Wonder Woman, Batman, you know, the whole Bill Finger. Nobody knew who Bill Finger was until 20, 25 years ago. Uh, nobody, I say nobody, but most people didn't know. But Hal Foster has always been tied to Prince Valiant. And uh, not only is it unheard of, but especially for Hearst, that is super unheard, unheard of. William Randolph Hearst was all about his money and his gains and everything. Um, so for him to give this character and let the creator keep it is, is super impressive. So it started running, like I said, February 13th, 1937, and it was in full color. And by issue or by strip number 16, it was full page, like Sunday pages, full page. And it would keep going like that until 1971, which was strip number 1,788. That's impressive. As somebody who's done like 1,200 shows, I can tell you that is an insane number. Um, and that was the last one that Hal Foster actually drew. So that's a really cool thing that they've they've done to continue his, his legacy. Because it's, it's still going, y'all. It's more than 4,000 strips in. And it's been pretty much one mostly seamless narrative. Over 4,000 strips. And multiple artists and writers and everything. Uh, they've had the same story going. And it's that story of Prince Valiant. Now, there are other characters. It's in Arthurian times. So we get Arthur, Camelot, uh, Gawain, Tristan, Merlin, everybody like that. And Valiant's friend, rival turned friend, is... Are you ready? Are you waiting for it? Prince Arn. So they, they were competing for the love for the same girl. Turns out she was dead. So they became friends after that. And to the point where Valiant would actually name his first son Arn. And his first kid was born in America. And now you're thinking, wait a minute. Arthurian times, America. Yeah, there was this big epic arc where he's chasing these Vikings. And they go like, to Iceland and Greenland and Newfoundland. And eventually end up at Niagara Falls. And after he wins, he hangs out with Native Americans for a while. Yeah, it's only in comics, right? Uh, and that's not the most outlandish thing that's happened to him. Later on it would, but like when the series first started, he would fight dragons and alligators and magic and all that. But as it went on, uh, Foster really wanted to kind of downplay that and make it more grounded. So he did more research. And it's not historically accurate but it's not historically inaccurate either kind of compare it to like the assassin's creed games where it's like okay most of this is true we can we can be okay with that and i don't know i think that's really cool that in in all this time they've stayed not only with the same narrative and the same characters but also stayed true to history 
And I'm not the only person that's impressed. This thing has won so many awards. Hal Foster, um, he won the Banshee Silver Lady Award in 1952. He got the National Cartoon Society's Rubin Award in 1957. He got the Comic Strip Award in 1964. And then Special Feature Awards in 66 and 67. Gold Key Award in 77. The LZ Cigar Award in 78. He was inducted in the Will Eisner Hall of Fame in 96. Uh, the Joe Schuster Canadian Comic Book Creator Hall of Fame in 2005. He was inducted in the Society Illustrators Hall of Fame in 2006. And when he was 73 years old, he became a member of the Great Britain Royal Society of the Arts. Now, if you're like, okay, well, that, I mean, that's cool and all. He was, he's American. That's not something that they give to Americans very very lightly um and i think you know that that tells you where prince valiant ranks on a national international level um and we're not even going to get into how many times he won the national cartoonist society story award it was they should have just named it after him it was insane and prince valiant has been in all sorts of other places um Going back as far as 1954, he was. They made a movie about him that had Robert Wagner, James Mason, Janet Lee, Sterling Hayden. So I mean, some of the biggest names of the day were in it. Uh, it's awesome. He in 1991 he had an animated series that was on the Family Channel. In 1997, he was in a movie that had Katherine Heigl and Ron Perlman in it. Uh, dude's always popping up. You know, you'll you'll see him. Or people make reference to him all the time. Now, not as much now as it used to be, which is unfortunate. Um, but he's still in pop culture. Like his haircut, people make fun of that. He had the, the page boy haircut. And it was popular at the time because of him. I think it's time that Prince Valiant made a comeback. You know, it's he's still around, but like a big comeback. I know... Sword and Sandal movies don't do too great in theaters right now, but I'm sure there's a way you can make Prince Valiant relevant, and I would love to see it. Let me know if you have any suggestions. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or over on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd or email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Hey.